0: the the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Praise God.
1: You're gonna need a bigger boat. Hasta vista. babe Go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. you don't chew Big Red, then you. Welcome to episode number six of the Movie Zealots podcast. I am your host, Tom, and we are joined alongside, again, Paul and Joe. But this time, I brought in a specialist. That's right. We're doing Coco, the Disney film, and I brought in a Disney fan, Kayla. Say hello, Kayla. Hi. Paul and Joe, go ahead. Say hello, too, I guess.
0: Hello, too. Hello there, I guess.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I expect nothing less than you two. (laughs) Or you make us feel so welcome. Before we get into... (laughs) Before I get into, or we get into the review of Coco, let us, of course, do the Alexa quote of the show. The Alexa Alexa quote quote of of the the
2: show. show. And may the odds be ever ever in in your favor. favor.
1: All right, here we go. This week, again, I think, uh, (laughs) let me make sure I got it right. This one has two quotes. So there's two different quotes from this movie. I chose to use both of them. Let me tell you, if none of you get this movie, if one of you do not get this movie, uh, you should be uh, tarred and feathered. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here's quote number one of... Alexa, quote of the show.
2: Koto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore.
1: Alright, let me repeat that.
2: Koto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore.
1: Okay, that was quote one from this movie. Now, if if there's any... I don't know how you would not know this movie, but if you have any doubts, here's quote number two of the same film
2: there is no place like home
1: what's that no place like home
2: there is no place like
1: home okay so i need everyone to write down the movie name the year in the top three build actors in order
2: Toto, i have a feeling we're not in kansas anymore
1: i have a feeling paul is going to get the most points on this one
2: there is no place like home
1: really really why I'm just saying, I think you, uh, you make it the most. I, I, mm. I don't think you're going to get 10. I'd be shocked if you got all the points.
2: Toto, oh, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore.
0: So, uh, when you guys are ready, give me a thumbs up.
2: There is no place like
1: a, home. Okay. Okay, My, camera. ready. My camera's
0: out, so I'll give you a virtual thumbs up here. All
1: right. All right, everyone is ready. Uh, so let's start with you, Joe. Uh, what is the name of the film? The Wizard of Oz. Oh, very good. Very good. Okay. Give me a year. 1936. Okay. And top three build actors.
0: Judy Garland. And Mark Wahlberg, maybe. Mark <laughs> <laughs> Wahlberg? Wow. All right. Do you have a third? How about uh, Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> well, I think he was still going by The Rock at that time. <laughs> this isn't the remake He's just a pebble back in those With Marky days. Mark and the Rock <laughs> That would be a great remake right there Wow Okay Well Alright uh, Paul
1: What you got there buddy
2: So Wizard of Oz uh, Okay Very good It's the same year as Gone with the Wind Which means we should have gotten it right But uh, 1932
1: Okay Actors
2: Judy Garland Okay and I, I I couldn't get it.
3: Uh, Bert? Right. No, I, can't, I can't remember.
1: Okay. All right. Kayla, what you got?
3: It's the Wizard of Oz.
1: Wizard okay. of Oz.
3: I knew it was the 1930s, but that's the only guess I have. 1930? 30s. So. I need a date. Okay. Just put 1930.
1: <laughs> okay. And do you have any actresses or Just actors? Judy Garland. All right. So you got two points as well. Okay. So here's the deal. We have... Uh, Wizard of Oz. You guys nailed it. The year was 1939. So almost 1940. Yeah, you guys totally Totally pooched it. Yeah. Judy Garland was number one. Frank Morgan was second build. Now you're like, who's Frank Morgan? Well, let me tell you who Frank Morgan was. Professor Marvel, which I don't know who that was. He was also the Wizard of Oz. He was also the gatekeeper. He was also the carriage driver. And he was the guard. This guy played every role. One man show. And number three, Ray Bulger. He was hunk, which I don't know what what that is, but he was also the scarecrow. So those were your orders. Yeah, Judy, you guys all got um, Frank and Ray. So that means, Paul, you are now at 14 points. I was really looking for you to make up ground here, Paul. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, Joe... You got you. So everyone got two points. So Joe's at 22 points and Kayla is on the board with two points. Yeah. So now, uh, we'll probably end up doing a, um, maybe percentage or some, I'll I'll have to come up with some type of thing that if you do like five or more episodes, you qualify for a percentage. Cause obviously, uh, people who come on less times than you two, uh, they're not going to stand a chance unless they're just out of, out of control. But, uh, I'll come up with something, but I think Kayla, you need to come on at least four more times to qualify, uh, for overall standings. Sure. But, uh, we'll see what happens. So now we're on to the review. Coco. Uh, here we go. It was directed by Lee Unkrich. Unkrich. Ah, man, I'm so terrible with names. Unkrich and Adrian Mullen co-directed. Uh, Lee directed Toy Story 3 and the video game, which you don't really see that often, but he (laughs) did the movie and the video game. Finding Nemo, he was co-director. Monsters, Inc., he was co-director. Toy Story 2, he was co-director. And he was also the voice of Red Rock'em Sockin' Robot. Uh, First, and uh, the Adrian Mullen was first director. This is her first directorial credit. She's a writer, animator, and artist.
0: So what does a director do in a cartoon?
1: Uh, Just tells the uh, animators. Oh, yeah. Stop okay. drawing now. I, I don't know Stop
0: drawing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure they have storyboards still,
1: right? So they, they kind of know where they need to go.
2: Oh, and they still do the voice direction, don't they? Or is there a separate voice director?
1: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess you'd be like, no, say this. Uh, I think they do the, they probably do the, I have no idea. I'm guessing they do the, the cartoonist first. That way the actor can see what the person's doing. So they can act, they can say it the way. But I have no idea. I, I, I honestly have no idea. So I can't answer that question. I'm just a, a, a mere uh, reviewer here. I, I, I can't answer such questions.
3: Yeah, voice acting usually comes before animating. I don't before know. the animating. Yeah. Um, so
1: the animators follow the voice actors lead. Is that yeah. how that works? Yeah, oh. it's to make the characters
3: look more like lively. Like,
1: well, see that? That's why I brought her there on. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So, yeah, director, uh, you know, there you go. So, director is very, uh, it's a key role. Cast a note, Anthony Gonzalez, uh, Gail Garcia, Burnell, and Benjamin Bratt. Reviews, okay. IMDb gives it an 8.7 out of 10. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, The Critics. Now, this is a new movie. I'll give you guys a chance to guess what the critics rating is. Uh, the critics, now remember, for IM, for Rotten Tomatoes, that's the critics, uh, the, the percentage critics give it a positive review. So it could be even the slightest positive review, but as long as it's positive, it counts towards this percentage. So, Paul, what percent of critics do you think gave a positive review to Coco?
0: 96%. Oh, that's
1: high. Joe, what do you think?
0: Well, it was no Paddington 2. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Which somehow got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, ruining the entire system. What? Yes. It was like, what? You're telling me Paddington 2 has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes? What? Does it really? You mean audience or critics? Not critics. The critics, yeah. It was like one of four movies ever. It's like rated higher than The Godfather on Rotten Tomatoes. So you're telling me I have to go see Paddington 2 now? <laughs> yeah. I haven't even seen Paddington yet, so it's really backing us up. <laughs> <laughs> like it matters. But anyway, I'm going to roll this in at 92.
1: 92. Uh, Kayla, do you have a guess?
3: 97.
1: Well, guess what? Kayla nailed it. 97%. The critics gave it a 97%. Now let's go with the audience. This is interesting. Audience, animated, is it going to be higher or lower than the critics? We don't know. Paul, what do you think? The audience. This is the percentage of users who gave this film a 3.5 out of 5 or higher. So it has to be more than just positive. It has to be a good bit positive.
2: So I would give 82%. 82? Joe? Say
1: 75 Wow. Okay. Kayla. I
3: don't know. Like an 84, maybe or 85,
1: 95. Oh, wow. Yeah. These people love this movie, which is why I decided to see it. Cause I was, this was not on my list to see, but because of the overwhelming good reviews, I went to see it. So let's talk about box office, the budget. Uh, this is Wikipedia between 175 to $200 million, which is insane. That is a lot of money for an animated film. Um, opening weekend us that was november 26 2017 50.8 million dollars uh gross us as of january january 16th 2017 198 million and worldwide gross of the same date january 16th 626.8 million so uh it has (laughs) it has made its money back and then some (laughs) interesting notes of this film uh when Miguel is walking down the streets at the beginning of the movie, you can spot pinatas of some Pixar characters, Buzz Lightyear, Woody, Mike Wazowski, and others. Uh, there, I, have, I have a lot of notes about this one, by the way. These uh, Pixar films uh, have a lot of hidden stuff and interesting things. Uh, the Land of the Dead is shown to use a lot of old technology, like in 1980s Macintosh computer, and a walkie-talkie radio, which is fitting that the technology is obsolete, and so is uh, in sense, they're dead, which makes sense, right? Uh, in active production, between 2011 and 2017, it set the record for being the Pixars for, it set the record for being the Pixar animated film with the longest production schedule. So this thing's been in production for six years. Yep. Right. As, that's right, insane. As soon as
2: they d- decided to rip off Book of Life, that's when they started in production. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's what it was. They saw Book of Life and like, we're doing it. Let's go. All right. Next note. The film has certain themes and content which are banned in China. Reportedly, the Chinese censor board members were so touched by the film that they made the exception and allowed it. How about that? Chinese allowed it to go in. Unlike Star Wars, we made it two weeks and got kicked out of the theaters. You guys see that?
0: Oh yeah, was that a ghost?
1: Just it wasn't popular at all. Oh. It totally bombed. The new Star Wars movie mm-hmm. completely tanked in China. It's because there's wow. not a which single makes,
0: scene in Beijing. <laughs> well, which is why idea. suddenly a Transformer lands in mainland China every movie now.
1: Only if it worked for Big Trouble in Little China, we'd have a Big <laughs> Trouble in Little China two and three by now. All right, uh, from all the from all its animation branches, Walt Disney animation studios Pixar animation studios and Disney Toon studios Coco is Disney's last original full length animated feature film uh, original of the <laughs> <laughs> how dare you sir let me finish my sentence or I guess paragraph uh, full length animated feature film of the 2010s as their next animated films for the remainder of the decade are Incredibles 2 which is a sequel obviously Ralph Breaks the Internet Ralph 2 uh, untitled Disney Tune Studio project, huh? Well, that kind of leaves it open that it it could be original.
3: Disney did announce that they were making, or maybe it was Pixar, but they're making um, Gigantic, which is supposed to be based off Jack and the. Yeah, Star. they kind of they killed that. They did. Yeah, they killed it. That they that <laughs> Unfortunately,
1: yeah, they they killed that, which is crazy. Uh, so there's some Untitled Disney Tunes Studios project in 2019, but if it were an original project, then. I would totally discount all of this, but let's continue. Uh, Toy Story 4, which I can't believe they're doing that. It's so stupid. And a Frozen 2, which are all sequels. Well, they're not all sequels because the Disney Tunes Studios project, the Untitled project, I guess that's a sequel?
0: It's an untitled sequel.
1: But they didn't say that, right?
3: <laughs> Is so, it one of the live-action yeah.
2: ones? The remakes, though? I mean, they, I'm surprised they don't have any of those on the docket.
1: What's well, Like Aladdin untu- and all that. Uh, Aren't they
3: doing a live-action of Lion King? Well,
1: animated. Oh, and oh yeah, from all its animated oh. branches. So, yeah, this is this is the last original animation uh from the Disney Studios. Uh that would include uh 20 would that so that doesn't really include 20th Century Fox now. So, uh this could be uh this note is no longer valid, really. All right, next note. Uh the door to the office in the Land of the Dead is labeled with the famous Pixar Easter egg, A113, which can be seen in a lot of movies. Uh, it's named after the California Institute of Arts classroom, where many members of the Disney and Pixar studied. So I think uh, a couple of films, it's like a license plate number and it's, a couple of movies. It's and, in all the films. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. So keep an eye open for that one. Uh, another one is spent more than one, spent more than number <laughs> Wow. <laughs> spent more days number 1 at the box office in any other animated film in the 21st century which what? is interesting cuz i don't think it was number 1 the opening weekend yeah so it it didn't get it didn't even become opening or number 1 until after its opening weekend which is even more impressive studio trademark the pizza planet truck which has appeared in every pixar movie which i have i didn't know that yep can be seen driving past the riviera shoe shop while elena elena, elena? miguel's grandmother explains the no music role to miguel so i didn't see that and when i watched the movie i did i'll have to double oh you, you were looking for it though right yeah yeah see i Obviously. was looking for it i didn't i didn't know that one now this one i did know i, I knew that john ratzenberger mm-hmm. uh he's in every film and he's uh joe i don't know if you know this but he's cliff on cheers
0: oh yeah i know john ratzenberger cliff is awesome
1: oh, okay yeah he he has voiced a character in every pixar film and this one is no different despite the film's predominantly Latino cast, John Ratzenbur- J- Ratzenberger <laughs> joint or uh, long considered Pixar's good luck charm continues to streak of appearing in every one of the studio's feature films in Coco. He plays a ghost called Juan, or <laughs> ah, dang it or, <laughs> or tendancia? I don't know. Uh, He is the skeleton who is allowed to cross over to the land of the living because his dentist remembers him. I don't remember that actual scene, but I'm glad to see uh, John is working. (laughs) Uh, Okay, only two more notes. When originally released, the film featured the short film Olaf's Frozen Adventure before the film, which runs 22 minutes long. Many moviegoers thought they wandered into the wrong film. So beginning December 7th, 2017, Olaf's Frozen Adventure was withdrawn from theatrical release and the short, and no short w- film was substituted in its place. And I did hear about this. People were complaining because the short, quote unquote, was 22 minutes long and their kids just didn't have the attention span to watch an entire movie. Plus all the, you know, you have all the previews plus a 22 minute short. That's a long time for a kid. So I did hear about that, but that, that particular short ran i think it was christmas eve on abc they played it as a half hour half hour uh christmas special which i had on tv but i never actually watched uh, i was doing other things all right and the last note as miguel and hector stroll through the land of the dead an incredibles logo can be seen in the background teasing the film sequel slash pixar's next film incredibles 2 which is coming out this year so that is everything now I think the final uh, review we'll leave to Kayla since she's a super fan, and we kind of, kind of know what her review is going to be. So, <laughs> Paul, oh. why don't you lead the way? Tell us what you think of Coco. Uh,
2: it it was fun, uh cute family film. It was a little predictable. I mean, but I guess as a kids' film, I guess you expect that. But but like I mean, right away when you saw the guy that it no, did have a twist though. Did everybody as right away when I saw the guy that everybody forgotten? I knew that was the great grandfather. It had to have been. I mean that, right? I mean really? that's pretty obvious.
1: I I did I did pick up on it before they announced it, but it, it was well into later like, later stanzas of the film. It wasn't right when they introduced. And then him. because I guess I'm not as perceptive. And the
2: way the he was cut out of the picture, you, you knew it was going to come back, and they were going to find the other piece of the picture. I mean I, that, that's the things I turned to my mom and said as soon as we, we saw it, because otherwise you would have just had him folded over and you would have saw who it was. But
1: I think the more interesting thing is you you. Saw this movie with your mother? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yes.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, she came down to the basement to do some laundry and sat with him.
1: <laughs> Did she yell at you like, "Hey, quiet! I'm trying to watch this movie. <laughs> Quit talking." My mother, I can imagine watching a movie my, with you. Actually, my mother, my, sorry, my my before, mother right? do,
2: my mother does live with me now. Uh, she moved in <laughs> after my she she left my my father after. Forty years of marriage, so. Um,
0: but as long as she yeah, lives wow. with you instead of you living with her, that's a very fine point you got to make. Yeah, I got to make that
2: distinguishing.
0: <laughs> that is true, Joe. That's very. That's
1: a good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Good for you. Yeah, boy. yeah. I'm glad yeah. you, uh, you know, you and her shared cocoa. Okay. That's a good move.
2: <laughs> so, but I, I mean, it was fun. The ending was, you know. Happy and it was nice forward. that it
1: wasn't. It, it was there was a twist though, right? I mean, they, even though you foresaw it coming, uh, at least they put the effort into making a movie, an animated film that you know had a little twist to it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't, it was, it was a good movie. I, I'd say it was okay.
1: Okay, so what, what of our rating scale? what do you give? Oh, uh,
2: you're telling me I re- use second run too often. I would probably wait till this. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's what you think, I would then. probably wait till this was out on video to watch it
1: wow, out on video. Now, you're basing this on the fact that it's not the type of movie you like, or are you basing this on other animated film? Like, you put this against other uh, Disney films or any other film, really, for that matter, that came out.
2: Well, you know, I have a deep abiding um, interest in Mexican culture.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you, you do have it. <laughs> you do enjoy uh, uh, that so culture,
2: yes. So, you'd think I would be like, yeah, this is awesome. I no, I mean it was a fun movie, and I and I enjoyed it. I just I uh, I didn't think it was I didn't think it was paint particularly original. I guess.
1: Oh, you still think it's ripping off Book of the No, Dead, not no. Or I book mean the, of the, life. The,
2: the storyline is different. I mean, the theme is the 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 setting and themes aren't different from Book of Life, but the the plot is completely different. But uh, I, 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 again, I I found a little a little predictable. Again, it's a kids movie, though. I guess if you if you compared it to other animated films. I don't think it was as good as Toy Story, two or um, Shrek. You know, these are movies. Uh, it's not. It's not in that league. Shrek is one of my favorites. Wow. You know, I
3: thought. I, well, yeah. Shrek is kind of genius. So. Wow. I, I just gotta.
2: It's just not quite as good as, as the others. It was alright. I don't hate it. I I I got a warm fuzzy at the end of it, and that's what you need in a movie, right? Let
1: me tell you something. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. When that kid was playing that song to the grandmother, uh, my eyes got a little watery.
0: Wow. Well, I always peel onions yeah. when I uh, when I watch movies, so. <laughs> <laughs> He's always making French onion soup. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> it, this definitely delivered on the warm fuzzies, so maybe I'm being unfair, but I, I, I guess I felt like I'm giving too many things second run, so I didn't want to say that, and... Uh,
1: well, I'd rather give it second run if that's, your nor- uh, if that's what you actually right, feel. You, okay, then, uh, that's how what I feel. Okay. Second run. Second run, Paul. That's what we're going to call All it. right.
2: <laughs> too cheap, too, too right, cheap Joe. for first run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: well, I mean, you're living with your mother. What can we expect? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. She's living with you. Well, my bad.
0: <laughs>
1: all right. Uh, Joe,
0: what do you say? I just had a hard time buying into it until the very end. I mean, that, like you said, that last scene where he's singing to his grandmother was the only part of it that really gripped me. Um, most of it, I was like, wow. this is like Disney Footloose. Except instead of not being allowed to dance, he's not allowed to sing. It was just kind of weird.
2: That would be an awesome like <laughs> spliced <laughs> together wow. John
0: Lithgow. Yeah, bring John Lithgow into
2: this
0: movie. <laughs> and John That'd Lithgow would awesome. have been great. But... I just didn't. I just didn't feel it for most of the movie, and I think they killed the dog.
3: No.
1: Killed the dog? Oh, because he became a spirit yeah, animal. He,
0: he came back. Yeah, but
1: he came back. He came back as a regular dog. No, but he
0: came back only with the cat during like the the next year with the Land of the Dead thing, right? Hmm. He stayed a spirit animal, he, didn't
3: he? He was a he was a spirit guide. He had to stay in the Land of the Dead. He, the only reason he um, came out was to help Miguel, like in the story.
2: So he did die. Wow, that is sad. I, I didn't even catch that. If he's a spirit animal, technically, wow. he's
1: been
3: dead the whole time.
2: Oh,
0: so uh, the dog was always dead?
2: I guess. I've been wanting to buy a Zola Itzquintali, and that's what that dog was. And I was like, so I really was really excited I, uh, that the dog was there. You're literally
1: speaking a different language than me. I have no idea what that it's is. It's
2: the um, Mexican
3: hairless dog. It? National, yeah, it's like oh, wait, national you want a
1: national dog. Oh, uh, wait. You want a Mexican hairless dog?
3: They're really cute. They are cute. Weird. Yeah. Oh. They're so cute.
1: Oh, your dog died, right, Paul? We,
2: we got a new poodle, but but it's it's not it's not mine. It 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 it, it, it like hates me. So.
1: But your dog died, yes. right? Yes. When you lived in Richmond, you had a dog, and that thing yes, died. Yes,
2: it died. So we, we were arguing about getting another one, and I wanted a Zella. It's Quintali, and I was turned down, vetoed.
1: Thank God.
0: Yeah. That's, <laughs>
1: yeah. A hairless dog just there's no a reason. little weird. Yeah, that's weird. Sorry, dude.
3: It doesn't shed.
1: Well, obviously. (laughs) I mean, like, pros and cons. Oh, so my stuffed dog doesn't bark, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's all right. Uh, So, Joe, okay, so, okay, well, what's your rating then?
0: I'd catch it on video or just watch The Incredibles again. Wow. You guys are so unbelievable. Incredibles is so, so you're much saying, better,
2: too. I, I, he's got a point there, too. I mean, I mean, if I had a
0: choice between watch this movie the day I watch it for the first time or watch The Incredibles again, I think my time would have been better spent watching The Incredibles one more time. As a second
1: time.
3: The Incredibles had no mystery.
0: That's true. But hmm. it was a really fun movie.
3: Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, so you say watch it for free. No, stream it. So you rent it. So you're or catch uh, it on cable. Not as, Yeah, just one, two, three, four. So you're four down. Wow, that's that's pretty far down.
0: Yeah, I just I just didn't. I it was alright, and there were nice parts of it, but I didn't really enjoy it. Like I usually, I usually love Disney Pixar movies, and this one kind of fell flat for me.
1: Okay, well, okay, I'll go next. I expected nothing of this movie. Uh, I don't really care about the uh, you know Spanish culture or Mexican culture. Uh, Land of the Dead, all that stuff. Really, other than the uh, mystical side of it, I have no interest in it. Uh, but And I had no interest in seeing this movie, actually, until I saw all the ratings and how it got such good reviews. That I was like, okay, well, I got to see this movie because I am a fan of Pixar and Disney and actually a stockholder, so <laughs> it benefits me that this movie does well. So I went into the movie hoping it was going to be a good movie, knowing that it's better than your typical, uh, you know, you know, ice age movie i suppose and it was I, I i got into the character i got into everything right away i cared about the character i felt uh, sympathy empathy for well not empathy i'm not a singer myself but uh for the kid and the fact that he couldn't uh sing and i i i got into the story right away and i thought the ending the twist where the guy that was trying to help him but selfishly uh End up being his dad, and the other guy was just a bad guy. I I thought it was wonderful. I, there's everything about the movie. I, I thought it was a fantastic movie. And I say C. My rating would be C in first run. I wow. I would mm. uh, step out that's, that's, and say C in first run. nice praise. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was a fantastic movie. I knew
2: movie. as soon as his name was Ernesto that he was the villain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just racist. Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah but uh, yeah I thought the movie was fantastic and again this is a movie that I would not have seen in the theater I would not have spent a dime on uh, generally the premise of it had I had no interest in it whatsoever I only saw it and maybe that's why it rates as highly as it does for me because I had no expectations maybe if I was expecting a, uh, a frozen or tangled you know who knows what I would come out of the theater thinking but I think it was good. I think they had a nice little twist, a uh, plot twist that normally these animated films don't have. Uh, so I liked it. Now, <laughs> let's see what Kayla has to say. The super Disney fan. Oh, okay. Let's see.
3: Um, well, just to clarify, I'm more of a fan of the animation than I am the actual plot. Oh, okay. I, I knew that there would be some weird twist like, you know, Ernesto being the bad guy. I didn't know that specifically. but. Um,
1: so let me ask you this when did you see the movie did you see it like very no when it first came out
3: no i i saw it in like december
1: so were but you aware that theaters. there was a twist at the end did you see reviews or anything no
3: i avoided it like the plague oh
1: okay okay so you went in totally clean you had yeah. no idea you you didn't even know what the ratings were no so it could have been a terrible movie re- reviewed well, horribly I don't expect
3: anything terrible from pixar yeah I ever guess. but you didn't know mm-hmm.
1: okay continue
3: I don't know. I thought it. I just thought it was really good, and um, I stayed for the entire credits. And it, God, the the um amount of people they consulted for like cultural advice. Oh yeah. Oh my God, it was huge, and I was so proud of that.
1: Yeah, they went down. Uh, I was reading the doing the notes. Uh, they went down there multiple times mm-hmm. uh, to get that right. So yeah, they they spent a lot of time. They, know, they, they usually do.
3: I appreciated the movie for the amount of studying they did, not just with the culture like aspect of it, but um, I know that the. Uh, like, every time someone plays the guitar, they actually filmed um, yes. people doing it. And um, I don't know. I just have, like, most of the things I appreciate about it are, like, really little things. The yeah, plot, the things you wouldn't normally The plot's notice. okay. Yeah. I think it's really okay.
1: Yeah, the guitar thing specifically, I saw notes on that. Mm-hmm. Those were actually the chords. Like, when you saw them playing, those would be the exact chords for the music. So, yeah, um, yeah that, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, but, so let me ask you this: okay. Did you
1: know that at what point in the film did you know that the the uh, supposed father was not the father, and did you know that it was the other dude? And at what point do you know that was the other dude?
3: Um, I didn't like really think about it until maybe like a minute before the big the reveal. whole thing. But I knew like all along there was something along ah. the lines of Ernesto not actually being his granddad. Yeah. Hmm. But okay. I remember when I saw it, um, the moment it was revealed, my cousin leaned over to me. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> she never would have expected.
1: It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was good. I, I like the fact that they did a little <laughs> plot twist there at the end, even though that, you know, Paul saw it coming a mile away.
3: It was really hard to <laughs> expect it to be that Hector <laughs> guy, um, because in the picture, they made him look really buff for some reason. And he's not like his living self was really thin.
1: You Just, mean uh, with a ripped off head?
3: Yeah, that picture.
1: Oh, hey, I didn't notice. I, I The guitar was the most thing I noticed. And yeah, yeah, I guess that was his guitar. But yeah. All right, so I guess the question is, hmm. what rating, of our rating scale, which I told you before, uh, the number one you could give is first weekend, opening weekend.
2: Well, I do want to, may I ask oh, wait, a question? No. I'm sorry, I'm just curious. She, you yeah. say you've never heard Pixar release anything bad. Did you see Cars too?
3: <laughs> yeah, I did. Wow. Animation-wise, it was amazing. I'm not, I okay. mean, like, Plot no, wise, why yikes. are you saying
1: two? Isn't I've never seen three. Is three worse? No, Cars okay. two is that pretty. is the one
3: exception. I hated Cars three. That's the only Pixar movie I've ever not. Uh, I think liked. that's is, is that's
1: the worst one, right? That's the one the least performed. I think that was the worst, like the biggest, uh, I, not I bomb, even, but
3: I couldn't even pay attention to what was going on.
1: I have no interest in seeing, I had no interest in seeing two. To be honest with you, I only saw two because it was in a drive-in and it was uh, coupled with another movie that I wanted to see. Uh yeah. Cars the, the that whole franchise to me I I'm not a, you know, um um what's it muscle head? What would they call that? The Motorhead. Car guide. I'm not that. Yeah, Motorhead. There you go. Well, I do like Motorhead the band. That's way better. RIP, let me. But uh yeah, that that whole series to me uh I have really no interest. I saw in the one first one
0: yeah, and never saw I, another. Yeah.
3: When I when I said that i meant I've never been disappointed in like animation cuz that's my thing. Okay. Yes,
0: oh, okay.
2: Animation. All right, well, I just wanted to gauge your fangirl not,
1: you know mm-hmm.
3: i'm not so much a fan of the movies like plot and everything just the animation and character design you know that's my thing
1: so i assume you're gonna be in the top three. Oh yeah definitely so, first run all right first no first run but the opening weekend or just first run
3: opening weekend
1: oh she went she wow. went for
3: it i actually had planned to but then we had thanksgiving plans
1: but yeah i mean this, this is more of a rating scale than actually doing mm-hmm. so you like it enough you would recommend. It's the top rating basically. Yeah. You can't give it any higher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. I see that. As someone who's uh, you know, pre-proposed to like this Yeah, um,
3: it's it's a good film. I would just see it like cuz of all the things that I learned from it. Um like not the movie but like learned about it, all the things they put in, all the easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah, that's what
1: Pixar has them. stupid amount of easter eggs every time they do a, a film, so.
3: Actually, real quick, um one of my favorite Easter eggs was that um all the paving in the Land of the Dead they're all shaped like different bones in the body. They're not the rocks. roads? Huh? Yeah, you, like you, oh. like all the paved like cobblestone areas instead of oh, being shaped okay. like rocks and stones they're shaped like bones.
1: No, that's kind of kind of scary. Kinda really. creepy. I
0: like they're it. They're actually <laughs> they're actually using bones. That's oh, yeah, what that happens, that's what happens that's what happens to the forgotten people. They become roadway.
1: Oh, oh God. God. Uh, yeah. That's sad. Well, so what happens to those people? Uh Paul, do you know you know Mexican culture? How, how true is that land of the dead thing to normal, like actual culture?
2: Well, obviously, there's a lot of detail they put in there that's not. But, but yes, Mexicans uh, believe that on the day of the dead, they go to. It's like Memorial Day weekend. They go to graves. They usually take pictures of their loved ones. That for one day, the the their loved ones can visit the land of the living.
1: So, do is that whole they're forgotten and they disappear? Is that anything or is that just for the movie? Uh,
2: it's well in the book of life they had the same sort of uh, uh damn it. quit talking about the book of life although <laughs> well, they showed the land of the forgotten right um
0: i think we need to do an episode about the book of life and just let this end
1: apparently we do for, for paul's sake we need to do a, a, re, a video rewind or a movie rewind on the book of life because he's all about that book of life so uh what were you saying
2: Oh um about you mean the land of the once you forget somebody do, yeah um,
1: I want to know what happens to them.
2: oh I, well eventually there's heaven right I mean they go to heaven they, they, they are Christian and you know That's what is I a
0: mean. Catholic country so. where well' they're, they're super dead according to the movie right where are, where do they
1: fall because it's a sad moment in the in that movie it was sad that they forgotten and then they move on to the next realm where if it was heaven that they were moving on to, you think everybody would be happy about that.
2: Well, people people aren't happy when you... I mean, even in our culture, I guess, in theory, people die, they go to heaven, and you don't see people being happy about oh, it. Oh, so
1: you're saying <laughs> in, the land of the, in the land of the dead, they don't know what happens next, kind of like us now.
2: Exactly. That's 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 exactly how they played it, right? They don't know where they go. Um, mm, in the okay. Book of Life, they went to the land of the forgotten, which was a dreary, <laughs> hell-like <laughs> landscape.
1: Wow. This is an animated feature? Jeez, that sounds very, uh, very, very sad. <laughs> 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 no wonder you like that movie. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, do you guys have anything else? Does anyone like to add anything else to the Cocoa review?
3: I'm going to buy it on DVD.
1: I expected you would. <laughs> so you're actually going to buy it on DVD or are you just going to buy a digital? I'm going to
3: buy it on DVD. I buy, um, so you
0: have a DVD player? I have a home. DVD yeah. player that's hooked up. Wow, how do you like that?
3: Um, my goal is to buy um, like all Disney movies on DVD. So
1: you're saying DVD. Do you mean Blu-ray or DVD?
3: Either. doesn't matter to me.
1: Well, because DVD, what's the DVD cost? Because Blu-ray is a new thing, right?
3: DVD is cheaper than Blu-ray. Yeah, yes. But a lot of but times if you buy Blu-ray, it comes with a DVD. That's why it doesn't really matter. Well, it comes me. with
1: digital too, right? Mm-hmm. So what's a, uh, a Blu-ray go for nowadays? Twenty bucks?
3: Probably. I so don't that's know. what a
1: DVD back in the day. I think it was averages for.
2: about five dollars more than the DVD. I would so say. a a typical
1: like, DVD DVDs is now about now. fifteen bucks.
3: Yeah, fifteen, seventeen dollars depends.
1: Hmm. Interesting. And what about four K? Oh no, Blu-ray is four K, right?
2: No, four K is another. I guess another level above that. Is that right?
0: Yeah, Blu-ray really? doesn't have the capacity to hold a four K movie. You're kidding me! No, they. So what plays a big. blue? What plays a 4K movie? Nobody, no one uses plastic discs for movies anymore. No, but what
1: if you wanted to buy a 4K movie? They have those. What is what format's that? It's not Blu-ray. It have to be it's digital. Be Blu-ray. Why
0: would you? Why would you? I mean, because Blu-ray no, came out a no, long no, years no, before 4 I'm telling you, 4K. there's
1: Blu-ray discs, or no, there's 4K discs.
0: It's got. gotta really? there this gotta be.
3: I don't even know what 4K is, so. <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> Blu-ray came out long before 4K was ever a thought. I mean, Blu-ray barely says, took off because it was so bad.
2: Ultra HD player, 4K, Blu-ray. It's some kind of Blu-ray, though. Blu-ray, 4K, Ultra HD player.
0: So it's another machine. It's an upgrade. From the, they're just using the, Blue, the Blu-ray name and have another generation of it?
2: Uh, that's what it looks. I don't know. I guess we should. I should know, but I have no idea.
1: Wow. That's why you just do digital. This whole disc thing—it's hardware. I don't understand.
0: Exactly.
2: Honestly, confusing. honestly, most of the time, I can't tell the difference between DVD and and Blu-ray. Well,
1: um, if you if you have a screen under 55 inches, you can't tell the difference between 1080 and uh, 720. 720. Yeah. So, unless you have a big big screen, it doesn't really matter what <laughs> what you're streaming or what you're showing, because it's going to look about the same. think <laughs> that's a good note to end this episode on. All right. So I'd like to thank uh, Kayla paul and joe as always for coming on talking uh coco the 2017 release and until next time or no i don't say that do i
0: don't you go changing
1: i know what i say but anyway that's a wrap